will be about England and about Harry Kane. England six, Panama one. Oh, yes, indeed. I think England are totally spectacular. A beautiful team. They're not my words. They're the words of Hernan Dario Gomez. He was the Panama coach on the receiving end of that thumping last night. Uh, welcome back to Three Lines and a Kelp. Look, first things first, if you've not followed us already, make sure you can pick us up on iTunes, SoundCloud, anywhere you can find good podcasts. Uh, we've got a Facebook page as well uh, with Three Lines and a Kelp, so get on that. Look, in today's pod, we're going to look at everything around the England. Uh, it's a historic 6-1 destruction of Panama the other night. Uh, we'll talk about whose goal was the best, who played the best, will we best Belgium, on which side of the draw is best. It's all about best, yeah? Because that was the match. It was England's highest ever win at the World Cup. Uh, we had previous bests of, of 3-0 in 2002 v Denmark. Uh, same score a couple of times in 86 v Poland and Paraguay. I actually think Lineker got a hat-trick in that Paraguay game, which will be the last time an England player got a hat-trick in a World Cup. So, not the biggest ever win, though. Does anyone know what the biggest ever win? Now's England's biggest ever win. I seen it the other day on Twitter as well. Wasn't it, I'm sorry, no. Wasn't it like 13 nil? I think it was 14 14 nil, wasn't it? It was, it was 13 nil. It was 13. Close. Come Close. on, Tommy. Any any ideas who 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 were the luckless mugs that got stuffed 13 nil that day? I'll give you a clue, Tommy. I, I, you know. I think them. I think I think I I may know who that who that is. Yeah, it was Ireland. Uh, mate, so yeah. <laughs> thanks for that. Appreciate it. Anyway, it wasn't a competitive game. <laughs> Not from your side, it wasn't. Mate. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. What did everyone watch match? Dave, what did you watch the match? Watch it at the casino as always. It was, it was a bit easier to watch it at 10 p.m. rather than 4 a.m. Uh, but yeah, electric atmosphere. I encourage anybody that's listening from Sydney to head down to the casino to watch the game. It is unbelievable. Uh, but uh, it does also make you miss it at home. You know what it's like about yeah, like in the UK. Was it more packed than uh, than the Tunisia game? Yeah, well, because it, it was 10 p.m. on a Sunday opposed to 4 a.m. on a on a Thursday night. Yeah, it was it was amazing. Best atmosphere yet. But uh, also fantastic result for England. Yeah, Naz, were you down there as well? I was. I was with Dave. I remember the majority of the game, but uh, by the end of it, uh, by the end of it, you know, with six one up, I'm I'm pretty pissed to be honest. So, yeah, we uh, we did notice she didn't make it into work the next what? day. Mate. I was I was <laughs> ill. I mean, yeah, sorry. Oh shit, yeah. she was listening to this. <laughs> I was yeah. ill, all right. Yeah, but nice. no, I think the major difference as well. It's class watching it here. It's absolutely wonderful but uh, me and Dave um, we watched a stream uh, illegally watched a stream I'll just say that now um, of ITV but you know it's class watching it here but every single advert when we were watching that Belgium game um, on a stream was like Kia England related Subway England related uh, McDonald's England related I, I do miss I, I kind of miss that you know like yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. genuinely do miss that yeah, even yeah. though it's probably not good for us but no it's um, not when you say the Belgium game do you mean a game in the future that you haven't watched? Sorry, yet? The, the the previous game, the the round with Panama, yeah, the round with uh, Tunisia. So we we watched, we watched Belgium Panama at home before. Gotcha. There we go. Yeah, I just thought Nads have been drinking again, mate. So, yeah. what about yeah. you, Tommy? A uh, big big night of sport for you, wasn't it? <coughs> a massive massive night of sport for me. Um, I was. You watched the England game, yeah. I did watch the England game, yeah. Did you watch all of it? Uh, I watched the first half of it. Um, the second half, I had to split screen it because the Ulster final was on at home um, in Gaelic football. Massive. Uh, my home county from Mana made it to the final. No one cares. Uh, oh, I think I think listeners care. I think listeners care. Uh, but no, I, I actually was wanting to go um, to the casino, but I just realised that I doubt they would have been streaming that game. Uh, so I watched it at home convincing victory uh, for England 
Uh, but I think we're going to get into that a little bit more. Yeah. Do, do you think England can go on to win the World Cup, Tommy? Uh, I, I'm more um, more inclined to say yes now. Um, you just and yet, you said yet, to me this before. Is, uh, hold on, I said you if they looked at me and if they, to me. if they finish second in the group, they they could very they could very well um, make it to the semi final. I think, which is a lot more than I thought um, before the competition started. Um, but yeah, uh, you can you, you also have to remember to bring it back down to, to base level to say that your first two games, brilliant games, Tunisia and Panama, is the football equivalent of saying that you beat Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles. What is in the game? Why we got this wallet. guy on? Like, what is this? Well, look, to, to me, it's quite clear, right? Half time, that was decision point. You had the chance to get on the England crazy train. Or you're waiting on the station. You're waiting on the station, my friend. We're riding this home now, so yeah, I, don't intend, I, don't, home. I don't. I don't. I don't mm-hmm. intend on getting on that train. Oh, it's any took time. too late. Twistman yeah. taking out your end. Let's talk about the game. Naz, you were drunk, so we won't get to you first. Dave, what did, what did you think overall? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? It was nice to turn up to an England game and actually be excited before kickoff, almost knowing you're going to win. Which I don't even remember any game ever that I thought, you know what, England have got this in the bag. Hasn't that always been our problem, though? We always think we'll turn up, unless it's like one of the big five or six, we always think, yeah, we'll, we'll smash this, we'll win this. Yeah, but you always know in the back of your English head you've got Iceland. Um, you got Iceland there, but no, it was... It, Unbelievable! The football we played, well, we looked like Brazil from from ten years ago. I know it's a lot to say that against a team called it's not, Panama. It's not, but <laughs> come it's on, not it, is, it is coming home. Like preach, Davy Lee, preach all over, all over my work laptop, all over everything. I've got it's coming home. Every meme I seem to be getting from mates, it's coming home. Everything on Twitter is coming home. And I think, like you said, you need to get on the England bandwagon, or, or you get left at the station. And I'm well on that bandwagon. I'm the driver. I'm telling you. <laughs> now, so what about you? You were giving it the big one before this. Oh, crazy show even started that we could go on the way I've um, taken yeah, a piss I, I think I don't think it's a crazy show I've said from the beginning from day one I think it's genuinely different this time I mean it's all well and good telling me we're not going to win the World Cup for all the naysayers but I've genuinely had this this <laughs> feeling and hope it, it, before we started I've been telling everyone uh, basically went into my betting account before the World Cup started $66 in there alright I don't have to say the last time we won the World Cup other thing is that whole Pep was managing Spain, they won the World Cup, he was managing he was managing Barca, Spain won the World Cup, he was managing Bayern, Germany won the World Cup, he's managing City. Alright. Mm-hmm. Last time Burnley got into Europe, nineteen sixty-six. Alright, last time Russia won their first two opening games in a World Cup. Guess when it was. Coming home, baby! Guess when it was. Guess. Was it the nineteen seventy World Cup? Yeah, yeah, it's just missed out on that one, so I got my facts wrong. No, but it was sixty-six, right? So I mean if that's not enough to get everyone excited and jump on the train and leave Tommy on the platform. Um, I like it. I like it. I, I should ask the caveat though. How often do you top up your betting account, mate? <laughs> that's why you got to do that. I just want to know how reliable your form why is. Why you got to do that? All right, that's not important. We don't have to talk about my betting account. It's just a sign from the big man. All right. All right. There's lots to talk about, specifically the game that I want to get into a bit, and obviously some stuff that we've got next. Obviously, having qualified for the next round, uh, we can start. You know, think big and dream of what what we've got going ahead. Six goals to pick from. What was the best? Luckily for you, Tommy Fiver in the first half, so you would have seen them. <laughs> yeah, of the pretty, five you pr- saw, pr- pretty, which, which was the best for me. What do you think uh, was the best, mate? Uh, Lingard's goal for me was the best. Um, 
you know, six one, yeah, you know, looking at that looks very comprehensive. But two of them were penalties due to a shite defence utter shite and yeah some people will say that you earn a penalty but if it happened at the other end you'd say you'd give away a penalty um another two from set plays excellent set plays i have to say um but i mean stones first first goal you could build a house in the amount of room that that uh panama gave them um but yeah no lingard's goal was the best bit of individual um skill i'd seen uh, and it was it w- it was a good goal to watch, you know. What about you, Nes? Set piece for me is uh, which one is the, the well the one where we so we played into Stones Hendo, Hendo, Hendo on the edge of the box. He flicks it back post. It comes back across. Uh, Sterling misses. Stones in there, right? I think that's just like I've not seen England do that for a, since what? I think since I was born. I've not seen England play a free kick like that and it work right. So um, I know it's only Panama. I agree. It's only Panama, but the fact that we're doing it and it, it, it's it's worked. Did did Sterling miss? I mean, we spoke. Was about, it an assist? Well, we spoke about in the last <laughs> pod. He's a team player. Assist for the Lingard goal. Quality. He's got the buzz. He wants to help his teammates. Yep. He's a team player. Comes over. Keepers yep. there. Yep. Probably going to save this. What I'll do? I'll put him on the deck. There you go. Stones your follow up. Yeah, buzz about. Buzz about. That's it. Just make yourself known. All right. Make yourself. Or do you think he just missed it? Oh, he did 100% missed it. I went to Rashford in from the start, if you listened to the last episode. Um, but that was also my choice for the best goal. It reminded me a bit like um, Argentina scored a goal like against England. I think it was 98. They played it to a free kick, whipped it, just a little pass yeah, around yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Batistuta that yeah. finished it off. Uh, and we've, we're always the suckers that get done by a free kick. That's one example. We have Ronaldinho. Did he mean it? Did he not? But that's still um, out of the box. And for us to, to pull off something like that, and it was so scripted and it worked so well. It worked well. Okay, part of it is because Panama's defence um, aren't the best. And you should see before, I had a little look at the, the highlights, um, before they actually took the free kick and there was 12 of them around the ball. So there was Maguire there, there was Henderson there, mm. there was Kane there. And if you're a half-decent defender, you realise that something must be going on. But uh, I'm not taking it away. It's the best best set-piece goal that I've seen from England in so long. And I think that that shows that all the team are together. It, I can't stop saying it. It's coming home, Andy. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I really like that goal because it's... It just look look great free kicks are great, but as one individual piece of skill, yeah, look a great corner header, yeah, that's good. But more often than not, how often do you see those cleared or nothing happened? Is I think there's an element, yeah, you got to put the ball in the right spot. There's still an element of luck whether you get there or not. I, there was nothing lucky about that goal. It was absolutely done to the letter. They knew exactly what we we're going to do, and that's the, the the pleasingest thing for me. You know, joke a bit about Sterling with the assist, but the fact it didn't matter because the the plan was just pile numbers in there at that point then and you know if the, the left don't get you the right will sort of thing uh, so I, I think it's good uh, one thing I did really like though and it, I, I don't know if I'd say it's the best goal but something that I was really pleased me almost more than anything is when that second penalty came up and I, I was watching my mate in a local pub and uh, I said well does he go the same or, or do you think he goes different and I can't remember his answer but I did because sorry sorry Neil if you're listening <laughs> uh, but I did say he's going to hit exactly the same penalty and I think it was really important to do that and at the time it was like because I think it says two things one look even if the keeper had got his bloody hand there he wasn't going to stop it you know so that that was done and dusted too I just think it shows how much confidence is absolutely oozing through that yeah, squad don't, right don't, now don't take away from his really creative and intuitive back heel that he did as well by <laughs> the way 
That was a the lob. That was a dream. The lob. Yeah, that old Six lob. Not even looking the, the old back heel no look. Yeah, dreamland. No. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how you get hatty, mate. When you're <laughs> right? playing at the top level, you just so. thought I'm going to do this in style and bang. In oh, I took this stat down, and this may have changed now because there's been a day's worth of games since then. But <laughs> 27 of the first 50 goals that have been scored in Russia have come from set pieces, which I assume will include penalties as well. Six of our eight goals have come from set pieces. <laughs> is it just we're a one-dimensional team that can only score from set pieces, or is it? That's how. That is what's going to make us a contender, Tommy. What do you think? I think that that just shows you the the element of the game that England do need to to prove, improve upon um, going into the, the the more testing side um, of the World Cup. Uh, they're clearly doing the right things in the training ground when it comes to set pieces. Absolutely, Harry Kane. I have to give it to him. Those were two excellent penalties. Um, that really show how it's done um, but th- it comes back to what I've been saying right, right the way throughout a lot of England's victories are inflated due to the fact that, th- that these set players come in now when you come across a more disciplined uh, defence that won't be given away um, you know fouls in, 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 in critical areas uh, you're going to have to think outside the box and, and, and be creative and that's something that I think there's definitely room for improvement for in, in England side uh, Does he raise a good point lads? I mean let's, when all's said and done it was only Panama Yeah, you know, say, let's, let's be honest one of the lowest ranked teams in the World Cup uh, they're rubbish You're saying they are they are pants you, you they are pants the team the other day. they are um, but you're saying that six goals from England but there's, that's out of 27 it's not just us using set pieces which I think shows how vital they are in the World Cup uh, I looked at a stat as well that said I think we've created 16 chances from set pieces which is I think five or six more than any more team, any other team um, you, you look at our delivery you've got Young on one side that can whip it in you've got Trippier that can whip it in you've got Lingard you've got Ali you've got Rashford, Sterling, every one of them can whip in a good ball. I think it's so important. And I think on the back end of it, you look at our the height in our team now as well. You've got Gar- Harry Kane. That cu- he well, when does he ever miss a header? You've got John Stones, absolute goal machine. He's he's the one competitor for Harry Kane for uh, for the golden boot. Um, and then we've got well, we've got Maguire. He he's won eleven headers uh, more than any anybody else in the World Cup. So you got you got to put those stats down to yeah. It's, it may be our game plan, but if it's working, why change it? Yeah, Ness. Yeah, I think that stat will. I'm pretty confident that stat will go down heavily um, in the later rounds for the whole tournament. I just think uh, the the goals that are winning off set pieces. You know, like you said, you're against Panama. You you're like the games of Tunisia, um, teams that. Yeah, or maybe at the lower end of the rankings, lower end of the quality. Um, but yeah, when you get sort of the, the, the top end and the more quality teams are going through, it, a lot of it's just down to concentration. You know what I mean? Like you're getting, um, friend, you're getting people like Varane in the, in, in the final sort of stages. You're getting, um, you know, obviously Ramos <laughs> last game was a bit tricky, but, uh, you know, he's obviously given himself an error there. But yeah, I think that stat will go down um, and I think it'll be a lot more contested. But, um, you know, not to say that I still don't think we'll have a lot of joy in that area. Um, clearly that set piece shows and yeah, like echoing all of Dave's points, you know, the height in there. We've clearly got a plan when we go in there. It's not Harry Kane taking a corner anymore, which is just... <laughs> looks like yeah. now, looks like <laughs> the most ludicrous decision a manager could ever make it, it did then in as his well, entire career. It did then as well. Right? And like, that just shows... 
Ah, I don't even, I don't even want to talk about Let's that point anymore. That. Yeah, positivity. But yeah, it's yeah. Once we get into the later stages, I think it'll be. I think there'll be a lot of change in that in terms in terms of that stat. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see all that. But yeah. who, who I mean, get? yeah, I mean, look, me personally, I, I, even if it does or doesn't <laughs> change that much, I, it's almost its job's done in that regard because yeah. if you're coming up to face England now, you don't want to be giving away corners. You don't want to okay. be giving away free kicks within 40, 50 yards of your box now. It just creates that pressure straight away from the get-go as soon as we get the ball in midfield now. And we have shown that players will... We are trying to progress down the flanks. We are trying to move the ball forward, not just pass our way through. And I think the more that brings, the more that's going to open up stuff like that. And, you know, I think we showed when we do have space, we, you know, we can knock the ball about and we can play a bit, you know? I, th- I think we've got some players that, that are a bit more savvy now as well. So whereas when we had Beckham, Gerrard, Lampard, if they went to deck, that you'd be like, get up, come on. Quite so, you know what are you? Pussy, do you know what I mean? Whereas yeah, now yeah. you've got Lingard who will take a foul. You've got Sterling that we know will go over. But when we go over, that, that, that's the way of the game now. Like You need to be winning these free kicks. Uh, and if we're going to be confident that we can score off the back of them, like, I, I think that's a huge factor, the fact that we've got these little savvy players in the middle there. Yeah. yeah talk, talking about attack is one thing, but there's still that chink in the armour of... Uh, the English defence, which was became a apparent in the uh, in the Panama goal, you know, from that set set play. Um, what what's the take there? Because that's still something that hasn't really been addressed in this World Cup. And I think Tommy raises a good point because mm-hmm. if you think, but we the three of us are all sitting there going, "Whoa, six! Look at what a goal! It was amazing." Those first 10, 15 minutes, Panama had two good run-ins at us. Mate, that did, yeah. A better team wouldn't have shanked it off a, you know, a throw-on, I think one of them went for, and the other one was, was Rosette. Bet team would have put us under pressure significantly. Are we just being a bit rose-tinny? Are we being a bit crazy? Is Tommy the voice of reason here? Yeah, no, it is. It's a very good point, but I think, for me, I just hate that sort of scenario of what if a better team, because I just think whenever you play a better team, everyone's performance goes up, right? The, the concentration goes a bit the levels of quality what you're thinking um it, it all it all affects when you when you play in the team you know because depending on the quality um, you'll see I, I think as soon as we go in the next round i think people's performance will go up even further you know and we're talking about yeah it's only panama but that 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 goal they scored um yeah look we're six nil up it's a concentration thing right um we shouldn't let it in um but as you said, we're 6-0, you know, like people, yeah, they've dropped their head for a couple of minutes, a couple of seconds, sorry, and they've, they've sneaked one, but I really don't think that'll happen in the later rounds. I think people will be on the ball all the time. I think when, you, when you're 6-0 up, we, we've all played football before, uh, and whether you're playing for a pub team, a, a Sunday league team, or even a, a decent standard, if you're 6-0 up, your concentration drops. It doesn't even matter even where you, whether it's real life or you're playing FIFA. If you're 6-0 up, it doesn't care what you do. You start bringing out the goalie and all sorts. Yep. Like that, That's just the way... Goal, yeah. way if you're 6-0 up in a World Cup final against Panama, we, I think it's important as well. We just made a couple of subs. World Cup final? Um, yeah. That's a, that's a beginning, I know you're World Cup it. finals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Might as well be the final. All right. Yeah, it's going to be. But Believe. no, I think I think Believe. that's. Yeah. I, I really. It wasn't great defending, but you, you can't base our defending off of when you're six 0 up. No, no, I, I think so. Look, it's open before we get into the quarters because obviously sort of the quarters, the second round. I'm getting ahead of myself as well. Yeah, yeah no, it's fine. Round, right? <laughs> it's fine, Andy. It's fine. <laughs> we've qualified. That's great. There's still one game to go. Uh, what do we do? Southgate. Some comments from him after the game said uh, we want to keep momentum. We'll have to think about the team we want to put out against Belgium. There's an opportunity as well for players who need a match, but also we want to keep winning football matches. It's a nice decision to make. What a 
what do we do? Do we stick? Do we twist? Do we bring some people in? Do we stick with the winning tie? We spoke about this for the Panama game, but it's more more relevant now for the Belgium game because do we want to win the game? Thoughts? Yeah, uh, if it was me, I, I would twist. I'd start. Uh, we're through. I think it's a great position to be in, and one that I can't remember us being in for a long time. Uh, and I think we're not going to be any weaker by putting. I think Naz said it last episode. You put change both the fullbacks. Just to bring some fresh legs in. I think Trippier went off with a bit of an injury at the end there anyway. Players like that, he's vital. I think he, he's got a few, fair few assists for us already. So I, I'd have pretty much wholesale changes. I think also, if we were to lose, it, it is win-win for us. If we lose, we go second place. It looks like an easier draw um, to the final, which I know we're going to come on to. Um, and then if we come top, we're saying even our reserves beat Belgium. So, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah. it's, Does that, it's that low because that... I mean, look, different tournaments, I know, but that was a criticism that was raised at the Euros. Like, you, England had that, you know, quote-unquote free game. Hodgson, I think, made, like, set eight, six, seven, eight changes. He changed a lot of players anyway. And the suggestion being, well, we lost our momentum. And then when we came to Iceland, we couldn't get going quick enough. Coach I, Murphy, what do you think about I, that? I, I would say, and it's one thing that I'll give Southgate, is his, his vision is so strong in, in terms of um, influence from, from outside sources like the media and things. He has a vision for that team. It was reflected in the Panama game. He didn't make many changes there. Uh, one change, I think, from memory he made, uh, bringing in Loftus-Cheek to start. I think for this game, he will probably do the same thing. He'll want the same team um, to start. He might change up one or two, same thing again. And what he'll do maybe then, I would say, is, is bring bring on those fresh legs earlier on in the game Um, because I think it is very important to have the lads playing together because what I did notice um, with you know goal celebrations and and everything else this England team does look like a a team that have brilliant morale you know Um, and I'm envious of that Um, yeah that's right so Yeah, I, 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 I think jealous. I think <laughs> I think Southgate's looking to make a big stamp um, on on English football, and I don't think there'll be too many changes made to this side. And he will want to go out to win it. Uh, personally, I think I I can't believe I'm saying this, but I hope they win uh, because looking how it's probably going to play out, I think that would probably increase their chances of well, of, of not getting. The yeah, score. Uh, look, we'll get to that <laughs> because the, the the result that we want and the draw that they're sort of inextricably linked. But before we get that. Obviously, we have got through to the next round. All things aside, we're going to be playing one of Japan, Senegal or Colombia. Uh, we'll know before the game starts who that'll be because that's they're the early end of round group games. So I don't know why they've, they've played that group before, to be honest. But we will know out of those three who... Who do we want? Who honestly, don't we want? Do we care? Honestly, nah, so I don't shaking care. shaking your head at me. Honestly, I, I do not care. For me, before the World Cup started, that was group of death for me in terms of not quality but in terms of guessing who was going to get out of that group because I feel like they're all at a very similar level Um, I couldn't really pick who was going to win it and and clearly it's played out that way as well it's all really really sort of similar in terms of who can go through for me you know I said last game we should have rested a few for Panama we didn't we won 6-1 what do I know but now I just feel like that game 
if we win or lose, like Dave said, it's it means nothing to me. Give Vardy, you could bring Welbeck on. Give Welbeck ninety minutes. You know, Welbeck I mean? he's played not, in the first game. Well, Tommy, <laughs> Welbeck's not going to play again this tournament, right? Give him ninety minutes. Let let Vardy keep Vardy for the later rounds because, for me, I still think whatever team we put out has a chance against Belgium. Um, if I had to choose to play a team, I mean, if I had to choose not to play a team, I wouldn't really fancy Colombia. Yeah. Okay. Um, but apart from that, I'd take anyone out of that group. What about you, Dave? Which of those three? Who do you want? Who who would you not like to face? And who's the one that you go? Oh. Uh, well, at that last group. No, yeah. Out of, out of yeah. Do you know Japan, what? Senegal, Colombia. But Senegal, I wouldn't want to face. I think that there's always a surprise package in the tournament. I think they could be. I think they've. Uh, and you find the African spirit that they're, they're always it come out in numbers, don't they? And once they get one goal, you see the crowd get behind them. They they feed off it. Yeah, I, I think they could be a real surprise package, uh, uh, Senegal. Have you seen them doing that dance at training? Where yeah. they're all in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, they're brilliant. It's it's class. Yeah. It is. It's class. Like smile. It's the same thing that we we've, we've been talking about with England, right? Saying everyone's got a smile on the face. They're all happy. Like Senegal will be in the same position as us, you know. Like just everyone's happy if they go yeah. through. It's. I, I think Senegal's the team I'd like to avoid. I, I think they're more likely. To, the, I suppose to pull it back the England squad is made up of Premier League players most of whom are, some play for good clubs but they're not all the best players in their club so they're probably you know maybe they would be out of the top six as a Premier League side I think uh, and then they're going to pick a team like Senegal who I think probably falls in that bracket as well and I think those two teams I don't think we want to get drawn into a Premier League style kick and run mm. you know you attack we attack you attack we attack sort of thing I, I don't think that's going to play to our the, strength they're, they're probably the team I'd like to avoid I think Japan I, look I back ourselves against set pieces, set pieces against Japan yeah all the all the day and uh, Colombia look good they've got some weapons in their arsenal no doubt about it but as been shown they, they are very gettable out and they're not too hot themselves on, on set pieces the, the, the only reason I say I wouldn't want to play Colombia is um James Rodriguez injured in the first game, played ten minutes, played that second game, and the whole game was. I mean, I know, I know they had ten men in the last game, but in the most recent game, he's played a full game there, and he's just put on an absolute show. You know, like I think it was two assists. Um, that pass for the third goal that he made, he was just all over the Outrageous. place. He was absolutely everywhere, you know, and that's what was missing in the first game. And I think if they hadn't got that red card, if he was fit, it's all ifs and buts. But I think there'd be two wins for two there, and. and really you know really confident for the next round as well yeah well I think that and it's sort of linked to what what do we actually what's the right what do we want from the Belgian game do we want to win do we Sixth not want to one. win well the, the, the reason Kane I another ask, hat trick. the reason I ask and it's something that everyone's everyone's talked about and you know there's a few results that are really thrown Argentina capitulating that, that we're recording this the morning after the Argentina game so they've just snuck through uh, to get that. Germany currently sinking second in their group as well. Look, they should win against South Korea, but you think Mexico will do enough. If those groups don't change E and F, which are playing tonight, that top half of the draw, which we would go into if we win the group, we would have obviously one of the three that we've just mentioned. In there, you'd have Uruguay, Portugal, France, Argentina, Germany, and Brazil. That That... Six of the eight teams. That's that's is that it. Who would ha- that's who we would have in that side of the draw. <laughs> so that means even even yeah, I'll take any of those three teams out of Japan, Colombia, and Senegal. We've got all those guys waiting for us. One one way or the other, we've got those guys waiting for us if we want to go deep in this tournament. The other half of the draw, you got Spain, yeah, Russia, nah. Croatia, probably not getting the props they deserve, but they're a handy handy team definitely. Denmark, very beatable. Mexico, if they win that group. 
unbeatable. Switzerland, well, they're a job average Premier League team, so we can beat them. And then you've obviously got, uh, you know, either ourselves or, or one of that three group. I mean, all things being equal, do, do we want to be in that side of the draw? Nah, I, like, that's why I want the changes. Ideally, just because I, I'm so sat on the fence, I'd love it to go to the ballot. You know, that for those of you that don't know that it goes to FIFA Fair Play if it's a draw because there's equal goal difference and after that it literally is pick a name out of a hat the first name goes through the second name goes through second yeah um, yeah so that, that I wouldn't mind that and at least that way it's, it's fair but you might as well do that before the game then is that just you bottling the decision there absolutely <laughs> no no, no flip that on its head it's not bottling the decision it's just genuine confidence like I just think it doesn't matter who it is, right? Going Genuine co- confidence no, it in is. a toy cast. It is, it it's is. Point us. But you know what it is? It's Spoken it, like a proper mug punter. Who, but it doesn't matter <laughs> who Geordie. it is, right? Going, going, back to your, going back to your point about Roy Hodgson uh, changing half the squad before we played Iceland uh, and it went wrong and he tried to do a rotation system. But throughout the whole time since probably 98 from the first World Cup that I can really remember where we had a bit of a game plan, I haven't seen any sort of a game plan or any sort of vision for an England team, right? So this one here, I think whoever we come up against, I think Southgate's got some sort of plan. He's got some sort of he's got some sort of tactic that he's. I, th- I feel like he's researched every possible outcome, right? And he's he's planned for that, um, and that's why I really don't care who it is. A mate of mine, I was having a chat with him on Twitter, like, hello, Steve, if you're listening. Uh, he said to me, look, this this BS about an easier run bugs me. If we're going to have a World Cup journey, let's knock out some big names on the way. I mean, Tommy, do yeah. we... Do we want, do England want to test themselves against the very best? Do they want to be in that group? Yeah, so I think it, it'll do far more for the England side to go out and try and win this game tonight um, for the fans. You know, uh, I think... Southgate, as I've said, he has a vision and it's a long-term vision for this team. And I think it'll do more in the long... Because I, I, I don't think that they're going to win either way, no matter what. I, I think they'll go further in the term. I think they go go the semi-finals if they get that easier side of the draw. But I don't, I don't think they have it in the tank to win. So if you're not going to win, you may as well get in an unbeaten run, uh, you know, to the quarter, uh, quarterfinals um, at least. And that w- what that will do then is, is plant the seed um, of real proper belief in this team so when they go to the Euros uh, in 2020 uh, that can be a brilliant um, platform going into that to have a, an unbeaten run in this World Cup um, so yeah I, I think that he should go for the win um, but you know, it's, it's forget your 2020s alright forget your 2020s for winning this man. World Cup Perfect vision, mate. Yeah, Naz, you, you said you don't care um, kind of which way we go, right? But so this is the way I've mapped it out. If we get to the quarters, okay, so the top half of the group, Brazil or Germany, semis, France, final, yep. Spain, yep. or yep. Mexico, yep. Spain, then Brazil in the final. What, what, what would you prefer? Yeah, but it's, this, this World Cup has clearly shown it's not going to go like that, right? People are, lo- teams are losing, teams are picking it up in the second game, whatever's going on. Which way yeah, do you not rather go? For how accurate you think his projections are. Yeah, I, do not, I genuinely I don't care. Like, I, genu- I genuinely do not care. Like, I told you from the very beginning before this tournament started, I've had the same level of confidence, the same level of belief, right? And it's still there now. Yeah, Dave, who did I you genuinely tip- do not care. Who did you tip on the World Cup uh, to win? Hedge my bets, didn't I? Well, did you not? But who did, who did you bet to win? Spain. And then? You change it to? When they got sacked. To Germany. To Thanks, Germany. 
Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. All right, look, we're, nearly, we're nearly out of time. Let's, let's round it up. So quick predictions for the Belgium game. Dave, how do you see it going? You said 4-0 for the Panama game. You were closest out of all of us, so... It's, for me, it's 0-0. It's 0-0, uh, I'll take it right now. Ball draw. Naz? I go 2-2. I think both teams can score. Um, I think they've both got uh, ability in both teams. You know, it's a lot of quality in there, so I go 2-2. Two, two. Tommy? 2-1. To um, so who? I th- to Belgium. Uh, I think, what is this? I think oh, there's going to be nothing. an early goal um, for Belgium, and I think England will equalise, and then it'll be a late late winner for Belgium. Yeah, I, I Belgium are playing a bit like a, a Hazard in particular, is playing like a man possessed right now. Uh, he's probably a lot of people in Argentina are pointing him going that's if you're best player for your country that's how you should be playing mate so I I can see Belgium getting up to be honest uh, and you know what that doesn't bother me at all yep. because uh, <laughs> despite all the I want to play the best of the best bugger that mate I want to go as far through this tournament as I can and, and the bottom half of that draw I think is definitely the way to do that so yeah not far off Tommy I reckon 2-1 uh, to Belgium there we go. We're there we go. All right. Well, that's all we've got time for, guys. Look, I hope you've appreciated listening to us. Uh, we certainly do enjoy putting this together for you. If you're not already, uh, please do check us out on Facebook under Three Lines and a Kelp. Uh, if you're not subscribed, you can get us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or all good places you find podcasts on Three Lines and a Kelp. Uh, look, leave reviews, likes, comments. You got any questions for us? Pop them on any of those channels where we can see them as well. We'll be happy to answer and answer your feedback. Uh, other than that. Come on, England. Come on, England. Coming home. Anyone but England.